0: hey guys before we continue with this week's episode i want to talk about my online courses because i get asked often these questions some people are just not able to work with me privately one-on-one and my online courses are a great affordable option for anyone who is looking to really work on themselves we have the nine week course to emotional healing which is all about healing from your emotional wounds and your emotional triggers My bootcamp is all about rebuilding and my bundle program is actually both of my online courses at a really great discounted rate. So if you are looking to work with me, but can't do one-on-one online courses is a great option for you. It is affordable. You can do it at your own pace and you have the material for a lifetime. Let's talk about narcissism and let's talk about whether it is I hey stuff I don't want to attract another narcissist again. Hey staff like I've been discarded now This person's with someone else like what did they have that I don't have? Um, hey staff like I'm going through this breakup right now Like what what's wrong with me that this person maybe didn't want to be with me or end the marriage? And so I get these questions often and I, I really wanted to dive into this because I think it'll help you to make sense of What's actually going on and what qualifies a person to make a narcissist Narcissists kind of intrigued by them and want to actually be in a relationship with them. So first thing, all toxic people want is someone who's giving, who's kind, who's empathetic, who's easygoing. Because that person has one thing in common. They have poor boundaries. There's no real connection with themselves. They don't really know what they think, what they want, how they feel to kind of say, hey, that doesn't really work for me. Or no, I don't really like when that happens. Or "Mm, when you did that, it really bothered me. There's not a lot of that that's going on and so when someone is very passive very easy going and highly empathetic and that's something that you just are naturally a caretaker you're just naturally a giving person but even with someone who's an empath which is a beautiful quality and we need more empaths in the world because you are essentially the healers of this world um there has to be boundaries with that there has to be a point where we say well, wait wait I need to take care of myself first. I need to make sure that I'm honoring what I think and how I feel. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm always going to get taken advantage of because if you have no boundaries, then people are just gonna run amok in your life and they're going to give you the abuse and you're going to take it because you're not telling people how you want to be treated, what you think and how you feel. So someone who just wants to give and is just a kind person, you're a prime target for someone who's toxic. You're a prime target to be taken advantage of. So, since someone who is toxic is really just a taker, you know, life revolves around me. It's what I think and how I feel, and I don't want to own anything that I do that's wrong. I don't want someone to put a mirror up in front of me. So, you're not in a relationship with where there's like giving and taking. There's no kind of balancing here. There's no person that's like very interested in how you feel and making sure that you're good there that's not happening so you're dealing with a selfish person and so if you're dealing with someone who's selfish then and if you have poor boundaries you're always going to that i mean essentially that is a person who is intriguing to someone who's narcissistic the person that this toxic person wants to be with is a person that will see them abusing them or treating them poorly or not putting the relationship first and I'm talking about consistent behavior and Not say anything not hold this person accountable so since the toxic person kind of lives their life in delusion that the world revolves around them and that no one else should have Their own thoughts and opinions no one else should come in and say hey when you did that I actually found that really disrespectful so because they don't want to hear any of that they don't want to be in a relationship with that type of person if you're the type of person that fears confrontation and you don't know what you think and how you feel and even if you do you've probably put this person on some levels on a pedestal that they should never have been on and when you do that, you're always now at the mercy of that person because you're looking to that person to actually give you the love, the validation, the support, all of the stuff that you're not giving yourself. Now, is it nice to receive those things? Absolutely. Should you be receiving those things? Yep. Yep but you can't need them so desperately that all of your values, all of your standards, self-worth, self-esteem, all of that stuff just goes right out the door because you need it to come from that person. That's where, you're actually causing, you're just as dysfunctional as the narcissist because the difference is, is the self-awareness. You might perhaps be self-aware that you're doing it, whereas someone who's narcissistic has no ability to self-reflect, which makes it a personality disorder. Um, But anyways, but you are the person that's always going to get entangled in this mess. So, so often people will say to me, like, I don't understand if, if, I'm attracted to this person, and they're attracted to me, but we're different. They're a giver, I'm a taker, or they're a taker, I'm a giver. Like, how does that work? It's just about dysfunction. So the dysfunction for that person is that they want to take, and the world revolves around them. And again, this is based on how they were raised and childhood programming and whether or not they were enabled or neglected, which caused, essentially, for them to kill off their true self and replace it with this false... Ego, this false image of themselves, that this character that they constantly have to play in the world—how exhausting. Um, whereas you, same thing, neglect you because of what you experienced. You learned how to be a giver because if I give, then I'll get everyone to calm down. I'll get the energy to change. Mom won't, won't be mad at me or. If i give maybe that's how i actually get love because dad's emotionally unavailable so i'll give a little bit more so as a child because you learned this and because that narcissist or that toxic person learned how to cope in that way now you have this dysfunctional relationship where two people are not ebbing and flowing in a healthy relationship where each person is whole on their own and they know how to feed themselves and they know how to give themselves that validation and they're just Living life with each other you have two people that are dysfunctional that need each other in so many ways psychologically emotionally Mentally, you know all of these ways that they're enmeshed with each other and that always is gonna end up being Dysfunctional and not a happy relationship now if you're someone who's narcissistic you may not necessarily you have no idea actually like that this is what's happening and that you're a taker and that you are emotionally unavailable and you're abusive you're not aware of any of these things you might be aware when you do something wrong because logic is logic if you're a narcissist and you're a serial cheater like clearly you know You shouldn't be cheating, but you give yourself justification for doing it, which makes it okay. That's the difference. So they do know what they're doing, but they give themselves justification for why they're doing it. Hey guys, are you ready to supercharge your healing journey and access greater joy and clarity in your life? Lindsay Cluyn is here for you. Lindsay's truest passion has been supporting sensitive souls just like you with her intuitive readings healing and classes for over 12 years lindsay amplifies what supports your best and highest intentions while gently clearing away what no longer supports or aligns with you every session is unique and catered to both your soul's path as well as your questions curiosities needs and dreams her clients have experienced profound healing and evolution on all layers of their experience, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. This often translates into huge leaps in their lives from their sense of self to their relationships and careers. Her website includes testimonials like this. I was impressed with how quickly and effectively Lindsay was able to connect with my energy and zero in on what I needed to hear. I left the session with brand new information that inspired me to move forward with courage, and confidence. Another says, as I am writing this the morning after the session, I feel like parts of me and my past have been healed. I feel more clear headed, lighter, and more connected to spirit. Learn more, book your session, or register for her classes at lindsaycluin.com. That's W-W-W-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-K-L-U-I-N.com. Now, for you, for you, who's either the codependent, the empath, or whatever, you have the self-awareness. So there's always going to come a point in time where you awaken. Every person does. Everyone's pain threshold is different, though. So maybe you're in a relationship for six months and you realize, okay, this person's toxic. Okay, this is going on. Maybe you're in a relationship for 20 years and it doesn't hit you until that person actually leaves you, where all of a sudden you start questioning everything, and now you start learning what was actually going on in your marriage and your relationship and what's been going on with you and how you haven't been loving yourself or healthy or you were codependent and so you have these epiphanies. So if you're a kind, giving person to a fault where you put yourself second, then this person that you're with, your whole life is wrapped up around this, their career, their dreams, how they feel, are they comfortable, I want to make them happy, rather than kind of taking a step back and saying, well, who am I? And what do I need and how how do I want to be treated in a relationship and really doing that digging in that self-discovery a lot of times when we're in these dysfunctional relationships we don't even realize how dysfunctional we are ourselves. And it takes going through so much pain, remember that pain point, everyone's different, their pain threshold. And it takes going through all of that for all of a sudden one day for you to just kind of wake up and and go, wait a minute, I, I can't do this anymore. And you start to kind of like do that inner work. All of a sudden you start going through a little bit of that awakening process. Everyone's gonna hit that point at some point. And so when you do, and you start to speak up, and you start to go against that person, or you start to have a thought and opinion, you are no longer now a good source if you're just a person that doesn't look at them in a certain way, doesn't you know put them on that pedestal like they're God. That could be kind of like the nail in the coffin for them to say, You know what, this isn't even exciting anymore. I want nothing to do with this because remember, someone who's toxic is emotionally immature, which means I don't want to work on relationships, I just want shiny new toys. So if something's wrong in this, I'm not going to fix it because if to fix it i have to do work and i'm not doing any work this isn't about me this is actually about you so you're toxic you're unhealthy you're dysfunctional and that's why i'm leaving the relationship when you're an empath and you're someone who really is empathetic and you want to fix and you're a healer and you want to help people when you are dealing with someone who's perhaps even a little covert with it and you see the wounded bird and you see like oh you had such a tough childhood and this is what happened to you and i'm so sorry and you know, let me have some compassion for that and sympathy. And while we can do all of those things, and that's amazing that you have that ability to really care, right? And if you're any kind of a human, obviously, when you hear someone that's gone through something difficult, no matter what it is, your heart goes to them, but you don't lose yourself in the process. So you don't lose your boundaries. You make sure that the standards are still high because the fact of the matter is we all have a story. Some stories are more horrific than others, a hundred percent, but that doesn't give your reason to be a toxic and unhealthy person so there are also plenty of people that have had horrific stories that have actually learned from them healed them grown throughout that process and got better because of it now someone who's ta- who's really narcissistic legit mpd not just traits um they're not going to be able to do that so you could have someone who has narcissistic traits but if that self-awareness is not there if that empathy is not there, meaning they don't have empathy or that self-awareness, no change is going to happen. They're never going to be able to see what they're doing. Now, to be good supply, you have to, like I said, you have to put this person on a pedestal and you have to believe on some levels that you got the prize. So if you believe that this is just the best person, the catch, like I won, I got this person, and that doesn't mean that you can't think that about your partner, but you can't think it and not acknowledge that they actually are a human being and that they have flaws and that they're not above anyone or you. They might just be like a really great person and that's totally fine. But again, those standards and that accountability still has to be there because no one should be on a pedestal above you. So here's the only difference between sources of supply. So partners that are someone who's narcissistic is either going to want the pushover, the easygoing, the I just want to fix you and path, right? That's that person. No boundaries whatsoever and just, just a giver, just willing to like deal and put up with whatever this person has to give. That's that person. On the other side, there is the person that is strong, confident, does have thoughts and opinions. You can also... In the beginning be a really good source of supply because that you are essentially representing all of the things that this particular narcissist values they don't like that you're this way but they value who you are so I almost want to say not necessarily like a trophy wife because I think sometimes when we think of trophy wife we think of the person that doesn't have any opinions and and all, and all of that but if you're with someone who values status and money physical appearance your looks how you make them feel when you're standing near them in a room it, that you are you know smart and intelligent and you can articulate yourself in a really confident way if you're successful then they're going to eat that up because you are with them and so it helps the ego to get boosted so for someone who's toxic narcissistic that type of man or woman could actually be very very attractive to them now what happens is throughout the dating process what they're trying to do is see can I actually manipulate you? What are your weak points like all narcissists do they want to study you because they want to know Where are you the most vulnerable? So they'll pretend They'll play this character really well. They'll love bomb you They'll do all these things and now if you're not aware of this and you do come from some insecurities and fears and lack fear and lack then you're gonna eat it up and then you're gonna get entangled in this and then this Confident person at one point in the beginning of the relationship all of a sudden becomes really insecure Or now very dependent on this person and I get often from people that are like wait a minute I was really healthy before I met this person and now it's like I I can't even make a decision without calling them or I need them or I'm so distraught by this relationship not working out Because the fact of the matter is you were probably healthy But there were still some wounds that you hadn't healed and they found them and they targeted them, and they hooked them. And that's what kept you in this relationship and entangled. And that's where you started to lose yourself. So for someone... Now, if you are so strong and so healthy... You cannot be manipulated. That's just, that's it. That's how it goes. If you're healthy within your own self, you are not a person that's going to be easily manipulated because you know what manipulation sounds like. You know what's going on in this relationship. You know that that was passive aggressive. You didn't own your stuff there. And so when you start holding someone accountable early on in dating, you're not going to be interesting to someone who's toxic, which is a really great thing, which is exactly what you want. Now, again, If you don't come from any fear and lack, meaning, I want to be in a relationship, I haven't met someone in so long, and all of a sudden I like you, and I'm physically attracted to you, and we seem to have a great time together. And if you don't get wrapped up in that, then you're going to make good decisions, and this person's going to leave your life. When you get wrapped up into that, then you're going to make bad decisions. Then you're going to lose yourself, and that's where you're going to get entangled with abuse.